What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 26 of the Armchair Referee Sports Podcast. I am one half of the show. You know me as the bearded brother from another mother. The one, the only, Kip Bayless. And I have recently returned from quarantine. I am the other half of the show. The one, the only, the man who wished he had 22-inch guns. Fake Hockey. Fake, welcome back to the studio life. How you feeling? Oh, don't even start oxygen. that. <laughs> don't even start that. Nah, I feel good. It's, it's the, just had to had to buck up being in the parent world last last week, but we are back. We're back in the studio, and fuck, did a whole lot of shit go down in, in the NFL this week? Absolutely fake. And where to even start? Well, let's just finish up mock draft 2.0, and then we'll. Jump into free agency, start a three-point out. Sounds good to me, Fake. Let's get into pick number 22. Used to be the Buffalo Bills draft pick. Which I had him going wide receiver, but they just gave up the... They decided to go wide receiver in free agency. I'm surprised they didn't fucking trade their goddamn stadium. <laughs> Who would want to place in Buffalo? <laughs> hey. You better watch your mouth there, producer Dev, okay? Because you know, yeah, your desk may not be there much longer if the Bills Mafia gets a hold of you. <laughs> that being said, fake. Who do you have the Minnesota Vikings taking at pick twenty-two? I, I I still have them going offensive line again. There's very slim pickings, but as I said in the previous, uh, in the, in the pre. At the previous pick, their line's getting older. They need somebody to open up holes for Dalvin Cook, and they need somebody to protect the blind spot of, you know, fucking Kirk Cousins. I can't believe they paid him again. Um. Yeah, that's another thing I got to talk about <laughs> later on when we talk about I free agency. Believe, I can't believe they fucking paid he, him again. <laughs> he's playing this out right. Like, he's pulling a Sam Bradford. I, I just can't. Except, except Kirk Cousins can actually start and play a full season. I, I Right here, I have taken Austin Jackson out of USC. Um, I don't think he's going to be a tackle guy in the league. I think he's going to more, be more interior. Interior, like guard. Um, I, I, honestly, I have him play, maybe playing either right or left guard. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I just don't think he has the base and the, str- uh, and the lateral movement to be able to play tackle in the league. So I think he's going to be a guard guy, but a very solid, very solid guy. I completely agree. With you. I mean, I'm going to stay in the trenches here. I'm going to go opposite side of offensive line. I'm going to go within the interior defensive front. Makes I'm, sense. And I'm going to give them Uter Gross Matos from Penn State. DN guy. Yes. Trying to get another pass rush going. With Everson Griffin being possibly gone with free agency. Got to get younger, too, and on that long that defensive line. I still can't believe he hasn't been signed. Everson Griffin? Yeah. You, you, you get that kind of product out, out on an open market. Surprised he's not signed yet. That being said, though, I mean, they got to get younger along the defensive line. Yeah. Um, continue being the Minnesota Vikings defense that they are. And that's pretty much Minnesota's, like, that's their backbone of their team. Like, they rely on that defense. And they're constantly bringing in different people. Like, what, they brought Sheldon Richardson in, like, two years ago, something like that. So, they they know how 
how to compete in, in the division that they're in. Pick number 23, we have the New England Patriots. Tom Brady's gone fake. And I've been saying it, same pick from 1.0. Jordan Love. You're going to go Jordan Love. I. He's a Belichick guy. Small school. The hype's just now starting to get up on him. You know, since at the end of the season, leading into the combine, his combine was, eh, it was okay. It wasn't anything that, like, you know, jumped out on me, but it, it wasn't anything that hurt his draft stock either. So. And that was going to be my, like, that was, I'm also thinking about going Jordan Love there also because the major question is, what do the Patriots do? Who's going to be taking snaps in New England? Is the major question because do they like the rookie they drafted last year late? Because you got to figure in too. You're filling in for twelve. Those are some big. Those are some <laughs> big ass shoes to fill there. Regardless if they go if they sign somebody via free agency or if they do decide to draft somebody, even some big Tam- shoes to fill there, in New England. Even though Tampa basically just got the equivalent of Michael Jordan to the Wizards, so <laughs> <laughs> like Joe Montana with the Chiefs. Hey, hey, hey! hey. Uh, he, uh, he, he took us to playoffs, so <laughs> we will see. I, I think I think with TB and TB now, I think uh, I think these are honestly the best receivers Tom Brady's ever had in his career. Yeah, Wes Welker, Randy Moss. God Randy Moss? I don't think Wes Welker. Mike Evans and Godwin? Yes. Both over both over 1,000 yards receiving last season, fake. Uh, Wes Welker was a system guy. Proved that when he went to Denver. Also helped. Well, he didn't, was useful in Denver when he was there taking them. When he was healthy. Wes Welker's biggest problem is when he went to Denver, tail end of his career couldn't stay healthy. But when he was in New England, he was a thousand-plus receiving guy that was averaging roughly seventy catches a season. And then he teamed up with Benjamin Watson, who was always a solid tight end. He wasn't anybody that was going to be like you know, I completely burn you. But fuck, what the guy just retired two years ago? Randy Moss? Do we even have to say it? <laughs> he's a he's, he has a gold jacket for a fucking reason. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he had Randy Moss at one point, but. I think honestly, like overall, receiving was a young core, and plus you have OJ Howard at tight end. Yeah, and he's a he he's that new breed of tight end. A lot of speed, very powerful guy, and he's built like what tight ends used to be ten years ago. So that being said, honestly, I think this, I I you know go through the West Walker, the Julian Edelman's, the Randy Moss. I I think Bruce Arians is gonna put honestly, together a offense. To fit him perfectly. And Bruce Arians is like, he's well known to be a quarterback guru. He's yeah. worked with Ben Roethlisberger. He's worked with Peyton Manning in Indianapolis. Like, Bruce Arians knows how to work with quarterbacks. And I love and Bruce I think, Arians. And I think, I think Bruce Arians is the main reason why Tom Brady chose to go to the Buccaneers. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That and Bruce Arians doesn't sugarcoat nothing. <laughs> I think that's the reason why I love the guy. On to pick number 24. We have the New Orleans Saints. Fake, who you got the Saints taken? Right now? 
I have them taking A.J. Terrell. Corner out of Clemson. Helps strengthen up that secondary. That's going to be needed this year. Mark my fucking words. Put him him opposite side of Marcus Lattimore. It's going to be needed this year. They're going to play in a hell of a fucking division this year. Mark my words. I'm going to give them a corner also, but I'm not going to go with uh, A.J. Terrell. I'm actually going to go with uh, Jeff Gladney out of TCU. Solid pick. Solid pick. I I just like A.J. Terrell a little bit more for the Saints because Sean Payton likes those little bit taller guys. Terrell stands at 6'1". While Jeff stands at 5'10". You know, there isn't a huge difference, but if you've noticed the kind of corners that he likes to bring in, they're above six foot. So, Pick number 25, the Minnesota Vikings are back on the clock again. Fake. They, <laughs> they, what can I say about the Vikings, man? Just they they, 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 saw, they figured this out here. <laughs> um, This is where I have Noah. I don't know how to fucking pronounce his last name, but he's a corner out of Auburn. That is a long-ass last name. Yeah, that's a <laughs> hell of a last name. It's like you have a cat going across on a projector. <laughs> um, they're, they're, I, instead of, you know, I have them going offensive line and then defense here. The, and I think secondary is the best place to go with this one because they play Green Bay twice a year. They're going to play Detroit twice a year. And whoever the fuck Chicago lines up at. Quarterback. I'm gonna do a, do what you did, but the complete opposite. I'm gonna actually go offensive line here for the Vikings. I'm actually giving them Josh Jones out of University of Houston. Okay. Offensive okay. tackle. I like it. <laughs> On to pick number twenty six, the Minnesota Vikings, or excuse me, not excuse me, the minute the Miami Dolphins, not the Minnesota Vikings. God, the Dolphins need so much. <laughs> it's so hard to get like pick stuff for them because they need so much. Uh, but Justin Jefferson, wide receiver out of LSU, which is who I had the Eagles taking last week as their last pick. Yeah, that's where I got Justin Jefferson going off. They're they're gonna have to figure out uh, pass catchers for. Whoever the fuck they're going to have playing quarterback. <laughs> Wouldn't be bad either because you figure someone could be on the opposite side of Devontae Parker too. So it definitely yeah. helps out the quarterback situation. Whoever's going to be the starting quarterback mm-hmm. down there. Definitely. I'm actually going to give them offensive line also. Um, I'm going to go Austin Jackson out of USC. Solid pick. Give that quarterback some blindside protection. On to pick number 27, fake. We have the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I have Neville Gilmore, uh, defensive lineman out of the University of Oklahoma going here. Big guy, 6'2", 304. Fits well in that 4-3 that they run there. Um, Seattle's biggest problem last year, they could not stop the run. They had a hell of a time trying to stop the run last year, and I think strengthening up that front four 
is going to do them wonders here. I actually have them going defensive line as well. I'm going to give them a Ross Blacklock defensive tackle out of TCU. Okay. Okay. Sure up that mm -hmm. defensive front. We're on the same page, just two different guys. <laughs> yep. On to pick number 28, fake, we have the Baltimore Ravens. Fake, who you got the Ravens taken? I have them taken Bryce Hall, corner out of the University of Virginia. <laughs> Not a bad pick. I'm going to stay on defense. I'm actually going to give them a linebacker here. I'm giving them a Wisconsin guy. Zach Bond. It's where you got Bond going. I, I, I like it. I like it. He see, he he fits what uh, Baltimore Because you can not only get an edge rusher, but you can also get a solid linebacker out yeah, of Yeah, because he's, he's played both. He's played both. He started out his career as an offensive uh, – as an outside guy, and then the past two years he moved and played inside. So, Pick number 29, we have the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans. Which now you can trademark the Tennessee Tannehills. Because that man got paid – and this is where you're going to look at me and be like, what? DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift. This is where I have DeAndre Swift coming off the board. Which ain't bad because, honestly, fake. This is my reasoning. And that's When you tag Derrick Henry, you got to give him something. And Deion Lewis ain't the answer. No. No. He, that, he's on the wrong side of the third. Put some youth in that, bat, in that back room, in that running back's locker, in that running back's locker room. Here's, not here's, a bad pick, fake. I'm not looking at you weird in that because yeah. I honestly have the Titans taking a running back. Here's my reason behind this. He runs like Derrick Henry. North-South guy. Big-body guy. What they will want to do on offense. And the biggest question right now, is Tennessee going to be able to sign him to a long-term de deal come next year? If they can't, they draft somebody this year, they put him on notice, be like, listen, we got the future Either you want to stick with us or you can walk, but either way, we have the future here. That is a pick. I completely agree with you there, Fake. I'm going to also take DeAndre Swift for the Tennessee Titans. On to pick number 30. Yeah, let's say surprise. We're actually agreeing on something there. I mean, we've stayed somewhat in the same ballpark, but we're just not. We see different players. But anyway, pick number, pick number 30. We have the Green Bay Packers, Fake. We have the Packers taking a 30. Denzel Mims out of the University of Baylor. Not Another wide pick. receiver. Not a bad pick. They're they're gonna that that's they're gonna have to get somebody else to play on the other side of Devon. uh the Devontae Adams. Yep. You could just tell the production from last year in that wide receiver court outside of Adams. It was shaky. You know, Geronimo Allison, he's a hit and miss guy. Um I forget the other guy they had that had out there getting getting reps, but everyone behind Adams there has been very hit and miss for him. So I think them getting the, getting number two guy, maybe Mims turns in possibly another number one. Maybe Green Bay gets the home run shot here and they get two number one wide receivers here. I also have the Packers going wide receiver, but I'm not going Mims. I'm actually going to go Jalen Rager, wide receiver from TCU. Okay, okay. I I, I like Mims <clears throat> just because. He, his explosiveness. His explosiveness. He's also 6'3". They just lost Jimmy Graham in free agency. They're going to need a big body receiver. Somebody that's going to be able to, to be that red zone threat. I think Mims Which Jimmy Graham guy. was supposed to be, but never, never panned, panned out. out. Uh, he just wasn't a good fit for that offense. 
Pick 31, we have the San Francisco 49ers, the defending NFC champion San Francisco 49ers. Fake, I'm going to give them – actually, I'm going to give them Mims. <laughs> and this is where we're on two different sides of the, of the ball. They just traded away one pass rusher, signed another one. Armstead's not the answer. He was very hit and miss. He's always been very hit and miss. This is where I have Julian Aqua coming off the board here. He's a big 6'4", 252-pound edge rusher. Out of Notre Dame. Out of Notre Dame. The Golden Domes. On to pick number 32, the defending Super Bowl champion. The reigning, defending Super Bowl champions. Fakes, Kansas City Chiefs. Fake. I'm giving your Chiefs a running back. You're giving me a running back? <laughs> Who are you giving me? <laughs> I think you're going to like this because... Who are you giving me, sir? <laughs> outside, outside of DeAndre Swift, the only second back that's pretty decent and up there is your boy... Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. I, I wish I could agree with it, but I'm still telling you he's going to five. Um, <laughs> going to five. CD, so, 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 ta, ta, uh, time uh, out here, fake. Time out, time out, time out. We'll get into the reasoning in three, 3.0, because I have a surprise for y'all. Just wait. But this is where I have uh, Tevin Trevon Diggs out of the University of Bama coming off the board here to my Kansas City Chiefs. Strengthen that secondary. We're going to get Juan. Juan Thornhill back. Come next year. Takes one to know one. The safety course figured out. Safety course figured out. We we let a lot of corners walk in free agency this year. Like this past offseason, a lot. Kendall Fuller went back to Washington. You know, we got to – don't be surprised if Kansas City takes at least two to three corners in this draft. Maybe one early and then two later in, but they got, they got to figure out corners. They are thin. As of right now, we only have three on the active roster. That, ladies and gentlemen, is going to wrap up 2.0 mock draft of the Armchair Referees post-combine mock draft. Now we get to – Middle of free agency mock draft 3.0. Dude, I, I don't even feel like we're in the middle of free agency. There were so many moves. And, like, as soon as they said, all right, everyone. Monday morning came and it was just a complete free-for-all. They shot the firing, the starting pistol, and everyone went, lost their fucking minds. <laughs> so as we dive into 3.0 fake, the Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock fake. And who is going number one? I have a trade here. Now, fake. Is this who I think it's going to be? Miami. I knew it. Because I was going to say, there's been there's there been, been rumors. There has been murmurs, and I'm starting to buy into it. They're talking about just giving up their two for two of their first round picks for Bayou Joe. For Bayou fucking Joe, he's gonna be smoking cigars, wearing a fucking dolphin on the side of his head, and he's gonna suffer 
<laughs> it's a lose-lose situation for Bayou Joe. Unfortunately, there. Yeah, he's he's gonna fucking suffer. <laughs> I have Joe Burrow going first overall, regardless whether it's gonna be the Bengals or the, the Dolphins. No matter what, he's no matter what, he's gonna he's going to a factory of sadness. Yes. <laughs> Pick number two, the Washington Redskins. City Lamb. <laughs> Nothing's changing here for me, sir. C.D. Lamb is going at two. And when it happens, y'all motherfuckers can apologize and apologize to me. I can't wait for draft day, man. I I cannot wait to just watch out live and just see our reaction to pick two, whatever. C.D. Lamb does not go second (laughs) overall to the Washington Redskins. I can't wait to see when C.D. Lamb does go to number number two overall to the Washington Redskins and you guys just don't look at me like he has a crystal ball <laughs> he is a god <laughs> I am the smartest man alive going back to that shit again <laughs> I'm still going Chase Young still going Chase Young at two fake CD uh, Lamb <laughs> pick number three the Detroit Lions Chase Young going Chase Young for the Detroit Lions I actually have a trade. This is where I. This is where my trade happens. I got the L.A. Chargers moving up to number three, and picking up Tua Tungavailoa. Oh, I'm I'm still on this train. You're, you're still you st- you're still hating on Tua. You still I, think he's going to be a second or third round. He's going to be a second or third I, round I get guy. You. I just NFL teams are going to be so scared of his injury history and the fact that he's had surgery. Not once, but twice on the same fucking ankle. That is going to scare off some some teams. Not completely scare off, but he's going to fall out of the first round. Mark my words. Okay, we shall see, Fig. Pick number four. Actually, no, we're, we're not done there because you didn't pick. You didn't pick your guy. Um. Oh, that's right. You said Chase Young. Yeah. My bad. My bad. All right. Now on to pick number four: New York Football Giants. I'm giving them offensive line. It's the same I, pick as yep. last time and probably the previous mock draft. Mackay Becton. Yeah, Becton. Becton. Because <laughs> the guy can literally play everywhere on offensive line. He can pl- plug a hole just about anywhere. They, he's too agile. He's too big. He's too strong. He He's a can't-miss prospect. Wanted to pick number five, whether that's going to be the Miami Dolphins or not. Fake. And this is where I have Cincinnati picking. <laughs> okay, yeah, Cincinnati five. <clears throat> They're gonna run one more year with the red rifle. Convinced by this? <clears throat> They're gonna sign Dalton back. Yeah. And they're gonna take. I mean, they did. They did bring AJ Green back for one more year. So. Exactly. They're gonna take Tristan Wolf here. Out of Iowa. Out of Iowa. They need offensive line help bad. <laughs> Just in case the red rifle doesn't work, I'm giving them quarterback. There you go, what's that? Or so wait a minute, time out. Are you buying into the trade with me? Um Well, I said regardless if it's gonna be Miami or not, they're gonna go quarterback. But the real question is, are you buying into the trade with me? <laughs> Are you joining the dark side? The Dolphins jumping up from five to one? Yes. 
Sure. You know what? Just for this mock draft's sake, sure. I will buy into the Dolphins trading up the one to get Bayou Joe. Bengals at five. I'm going Justin Herbert. Herbert? Yes. After all that shit you gave me about Oregon quarterbacks last week, you're going to go Herbert. Two is gone. Two is gone at three. I have the Chargers moving up to three to get Tua. I'm, I'm just saying, you gave me a lot of shit. The third best quarterback's Herbert. Unless Jordan Love somehow jumps Herbert, which I don't see it happening. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying we we could roll I past st- I'm that. still not a big I'm buyer. I'm just a little bit shocked. I'm, I'm still not a big buyer in Oregon quarterbacks in the National Football League. But I'm just a tad bit shocked. That's all, sir. And Cincinnati's going to get a quarterback and the best one available after Tua and Joe Burrow. It's Herbert. I, I, I can agree with it. Uh, but I am going off this line here. So on to pick number six. Pick number six was the Chargers, but since I have them moving up to three, this will now be the Detroit Lions. I'm still going to have them take a corner. Darius Slay, now with my Philadelphia Eagles, because the Lions got robbed. That being said, I'm still giving them Jeff Okuda out of Ohio State. I agree. On to the next. Pick number seven, we have the Carolina Panthers. Nothing's changed for me. Isaiah Simmons. You have them going Isaiah Simmons. I'm going to have them go Isaiah Simmons as well. Same thing. They, I mean, they, they, they got, got to replace someone to get in there to replace Luke. Yeah. To be that guy, to be the next leader on the defense. On to pick number eight, we have the Arizona Cardinals, which we will talk about them shortly in the free agency news. Fake who you got the cards taken. This, that, that, that trade fucked up my whole entire mock draft for him. <laughs> <laughs> you had them going receiver, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Remember, I am going fucking receiver. But they're no longer going receiver. They will now take Javon Kinlaw at a University of South Carolina. They they're gonna need they they need pass rush. They need pass rush in the fuck in the division that they play in. They need a fucking pass rush. You're rushing. You're running after fucking Russell Wilson. You're running after Jimmy G. You you need Jared a Goff. fucking pass rush. So, um, Javon Kinlaw, no 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 fucking doubt here. I'm gonna give the Arizona Cardinals Derek Brown defensive tackle out of Auburn. Okay. I, I, I like Ken Wally. He's just a little bit bigger. He's a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger, fits into like what they want to do there. Um, but either way, either one of those fucking works. On to pick number nine, the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is actually where I have... Uh, God damn it, where the fuck... Derek, uh, Brown. Derek Brown going here. I That's where I have Derek Brown going. My opinion, I think the Jaguars need offensive line. They gotta help the stash daddy stay upright. I'm giving them Jedrick Wills out of Alabama. Solid pick. Solid pick. I like it. <clears throat> you know what? Strike that. Derek Brown's still on the board with me. I, I agree with that a little bit more. They need they need left tackle help. Bad. And I mean bad. They need somebody to be able to open it up a hole to get that run game going, and they need to keep the stash daddy upright. I'm going off as one. And our last pick of our 3.0 mock drafts, pick the one through 10. Pick number 10, we have the Cleveland Brownies. Fake. 
Baker God, needs. they need so much. <laughs> C.J. Henderson. You're going to give them C.J. Henderson out yes, of sir. Florida. Out of Florida. Out of University of Florida. They, they need a lot. <laughs> they need offensive line, but they also need secondary. That, that secondary got torched last year. And they got torched by a bad, I mean bad, Pittsburgh team last year. That should fucking say it all. So, with the, in my opinion, I think they're still going to go offensive line. They still got to keep Baker upright. I'm going to give them Tristan Wirfs out of, out of Iowa. Like, this year's offensive line, just in general, in this draft, is deep. I mean, deep. There might be first-round guys who might fall into the third round. That's how deep I think this offensive line group is. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. We will fucking see. Stay We're tuned. not experts or anything, but, you know. <laughs> Stay tuned next week, ladies and gentlemen, as we will do our... 3.0 mock draft picks 11 through 21. On to our next segment, though, fake. Free agency. Monday morning was just an absolute. It was an it's, absolute. It was a godsend. Delight. It was an absolute godsend for what we have been through this past week, like past two weeks with the whole coronavirus scare. It was definitely it was definitely something that it was a sigh of relief to have actual sports to talk about fake because we at the end of the episode last week we sat here thinking are we even going to talk about anything this I week I thought we were going to talk about fucking marbles racing in fucking sand <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about underwater basket weaving I, I was part, you know I started watching bowling <laughs> on ESPN <laughs> Speaking of ESPN fake the, the Ocho's back <laughs> it's a bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, th- this week's free agency has been in fucking sane. And it started you have out. seen some stupid trades. You have seen some very <laughs> smart trades. You and speaking seen- of dumb trades, fake, it Monday morning started out with a bang. Bill O'Brien. Bill. What the fuck are you doing? You traded DeAndre Hopkins for a second round pick and a fucking turkey sandwich. It's like going to McDonald's. You mean David Johnson? Yes! (laughs) It's like going to McDonald's and just freely giving someone a 10-piece nugget for no reason. No, that's like going to fucking McDonald's and be like, oh, you know, I'll just have some fries. You aren't just going there for the fucking fries. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you, I don't, I don't even go there fries. for even just a, a shamrock shake. Yeah. You you get the Big Mac, okay? I'm more you of get a double, the fries. I'm more of a cheeseburger guy, but all right. Well, I'm more of a do, uh, double quarter pounder guy, but or, or the McGangbang. I like the McGangbang <laughs> every once in a while. <laughs> Ronald and Grimace <laughs> on each side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, McChicken. <laughs> All right, we're getting a little off topic here, but, fake. Let's talk about free agency. How the fuck do you trade the guy that not only ha- had the most yards, uh, most receiving touchdowns, uh, most receptions, uh, m- most targets? Like, how do you trade that guy? Especially for a young quarterback like Deshaun Watson, how do you get rid of his? 
best target. He, he, yeah. I feel so bad for Deshaun Watson because not only has this guy been through shitty offensive line help, now you got Bill O'Brien. defense. Now you got Bill O'Brien not only being your head coach, but now he's wearing the GM hat now. And you see what he's doing? It's almost like fucking Chip Kelly again. Like, and then this fuckhead pulls DeAndre Hopkins into, into the office before he trades him. He's like, you know, the last time I had this conversation was with Aaron Hernandez. Whoa! Yeah, time, time the fuck out there. Pump the fucking brakes! What the? You're going to tr- you're gonna compare DeAndre Hopkins, who's never been suspended? Never it's, murdered anybody. Hey, it's, <laughs> stay so. That's where I draw the line. There, never murder anybody. Just, it's just been so fucking low key. You never hear anything about this guy, whether it's out of the fucking locker room or on the field or, or out, just in general, you don't hear nothing about this guy. And you're gonna be like, last time I had this conversation with with fucking Aaron Hernandez. What the fuck are you talking about? And then you trade him. You traded for a fucking second round pick and a fucking back that hasn't played a full season in four years. I, as soon as I seen that trade and I saw what Texans gave to the Cardinals, I'm like, is this a fucking joke right now? Congratulations. You just gave him a 26-year-old wide receiver in the prime form of his fucking career. To the Arizona Cardinals for fucking free. You're a fucking moron. <laughs> and the Cardinals already have weapons enough as it is with Larry Fitz and Christian Kirk. Just fucking howdy doody call me sadly. Like, fuck, dude. <laughs> I could definitely see Bill. This is, this is why I hated that move from the start. As soon as you, I we've s- all seen the You're telling me the Texans couldn't you the Texans couldn't go out and interview anyone that's had any slight bit of knowledge or any experience being an NFL general manager? No, they, they, they just promote the guy that you can tell in half his play calls. It's like, oh, he, I have, oh, I have he, no clue he was, fuck I'm he was once in New England. He's a Belichick guy. We trust him. How the fuck can you, how can you trust any Belichick guys? What are they doing in the league? Yeah. Patricia's failing in Detroit. And Vrabel's only had the only strike of success, and he wasn't even a coach in New England. He was a player. What, what's next? Is Miami going to be like, hey, Flo? Are we saying You're Brian Flores? GM now, man. Are we saying? Are we already going to ha- go ahead and say Brian Flores is the next Tom Tom Shula? Is he going to lead Miami to another perfect season? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not going to get on that. Though. I'm not even. Gonna <laughs> bu- I'm. How dare I for even try to compare? I'm going to call up every single last one of those 76 Dolphins and have them smack you in the face. <laughs> pop champagne balls. He's going to have corks flying, corks at your flying right at my face. <laughs> but it, it, stupid trade. Stupid. We got to move on before I lose my mind. I need, I need to like go off here because I am completely like just. Is Derek Carr officially on the hot seat? With the signing of Marcus Mariota, no. No. I think this is Derek Carr's team, still. I think the Raiders and Derek Carr, I think it's still Carr's team. Here's the thing. Here, here, here's the thing. We said that about Tannehill <laughs> and Mariota in Tennessee. Well, everyone else was saying that while I said Mariota's on the hot seat for the most part. 
Here's my here's my thing, and hear me out about this. Who's to say Mariota does march into fucking Oakland and does the same thing that Tannehill did to him? No. Not buying it. No. Uh, my, my piece on it, if you we want to some dev you know, perspective. Producers, uh, devs. Bring it into Oakland, guy. Yeah, okay, so the difference is, I think, in this situation is he used a second-round pick on uh, Ryan Tannehill. So, I mean, you planned on using him, right? If I'm John Gruden, because I'm thinking right now he's going to Vegas, East, it's win now football. Like, they've been building these past two years to get to Vegas. They're in Vegas now. It's win now. And I think what in Gruden's mind, he's signing a quarterback that he knows is competent and can learn a system that if Derek Carr does go down, the season's not over because he's not going to go, he's not going to go, oh, great, I have to use Chris Cook or, um, uh, I'll tell you what, man. Nathan Peterman. Yeah, or Nathan Peterman. <laughs> you know what I'll I mean? What, or, or Mike Glennon. He's like, no, I can take Marcus Mariota, who has playoff experience. Who has, he's basically like preparing, he's making a game plan for the worst case scenario. And I totally agree with it. Now, could it happen? Sure, but I doubt it. I think as of right now, up until the point that either Derek Carr performs very, very poorly, which he was very efficient last season. He started picking up the offense last year. Yeah, and not just that too. I mean, they, they were the whole they had to change the whole offensive game plan because AB left and then, uh, you know, Tyrell Williams wasn't playing up to par and, and everything else that was wrong with the offense with Darren Waller only being the only bright spot. Derek Carr was efficient. So, um, and they had a really good run game in, in Josh Jacobs. I think you get another guy like Marcus Mariota. You bring him in. You say, hey, I'm just setting my season up for no – if Derek Carr falters, we still have a chance of success. So I think he doesn't hurt. I still think Derek Carr is the guy, though. Yes. The one issue I, – I like what Oakland has done in this free agency. The one issue I have with it, they, they need to focus more on that defensive side of the football. I completely agree. I, I think John's thinking I'm going to be able to shoot it out in the AFC West, build up the offense. There's no way. I don't think there is a team in the league that's going to be able to play shootout football with Kansas City in the AFC West or the AFC in general. Teams need to try to figure out a way to fucking slow them down. That's I'm confused. You're saying in free agency they they do offensive heavy? Yes. They have signed Carl Nassib. They have and, signed Nick Putowski. They signed Corey Littleton. Those are all three. Th- all backups. No. Carl, uh, all but Littleton. Little, all but Littleton. Little, all Littleton backups. Kwiatkowski. Listen, you don't understand. Kwiatkowski was making plays for the Bears. And they're bringing in him because you got to think about this. The Raiders linebacker core was non-existent not. last season. Then once Vontez Burfitt went down, still won't start. they had people like, what's that? Kwiatkowski he absolutely will. Kwiatkowski is nice, though. I will say Kwiatkowski is like nice. I like Kwiatkowski, but he's a situational guy. He's starting. I'm telling you. He's a situational guy. He's going to be a starter. You, don't, because you he d- don't pay a guy three mil. He did when, um, when he— 29, or is it 26 mil over three years? To just sit on the bench, you just don't do it. He's starting. He's going to be a situational guy. He's starting. I'm telling you. I mean, you could say Littleton, Littleton is going to be a full time starter. Yeah. Kwiatkowski is going to be. And Carl Carl Nassib is just going to be in rotation. He's going to because that's how they're building that defense. Is they have situational everyone's situational on the defensive line. They bring in Mohurst. They I mean, they just have a deep depth chart of D linemen that they just swap out. But when it comes to that linebacker core, I'm telling you, Kwiatkowski is starting, and so is Corey Littleton. I mean, that's obvious. So Kwiatkowski, three years, twenty-one million. Yeah, you're not paying him that money if he's not starting. Simple. He'll be he'll be rotationed. I think he's going to be a starter. Fix. I, I think he's going to be a starter. 
I I just can't because see, I've seen I've see seen it. film on him when he played for Chicago. He, like he was nice. He I was like nice. Him. He was a solid player. Even though as like as as when you think of the linebackers, you think of obviously Cleo Mack and. Uh, I'm not saying any, anything completely wrong about Kwiatkowski. I like Kwiatkowski. He's a West Virginia guy. So you know, my biggest thing is he is not a good pass coverage linebacker. He's a great run stopping linebacker. And that's what I'm saying. He'll probably be in there on first first down, maybe possibly second down. But on third down, unless it is a short yardage to gain, he's going to be pulled. He had like two or three interceptions, I believe, last season. On, on downs where they brought him in on third down that was short yardage and they just so happened to pass. Uh-huh. But his pass coverage is so not that, that great. So that make him good at pass coverage in those He's not that situations? Great. He's uh, not. And that's that like great most of the stuff I see with Kotowski. Like they used him to be like that guy for like a like a blitzing linebacker. Yes. Like that's that too. is his forte. When you need when you need when you need pressure, Kotowski's that guy. And that's what I'm saying. It. That's that is his forte. That, He's a downhill guy. They have a double a gap scheme where they're bringing middle linebackers right up through the a gap. Two of them right on those blitzing situations. So I think you bring him in. I'm telling you, Nick Kwiatkowski's starting. That's all I'm saying. He's gonna, he's gonna and be. And they a are beefing up guy. the defense. I mean, I don't know. You're. When I, I was gonna go out and get something to eat, and then I heard the stupid shit that came out of your mouth. And you said, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You said, whoa. <laughs> you said that they need to build more on defense, but they signed three defensive guys. They haven't signed all in the front three. seven. They haven't done jackal fuck all in the fucking secondary. Right. Well, they'll get to the secondary. And that's the biggest problem. You aren't gonna be able to stop Kansas City with just beefing up your. Front because they're gonna be burning up top just like they did last year, two games. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, I will, well, I guess time will tell. God, I love bro, the AFC West. Bro, he was butter. All right, I'm out. Fake hockey league got a little butter. He crying. Damn. Some... Producer bro. Dev is out. <laughs> anyway, on to free agency, fake. You good? Anyway, on to free agency fake. Teddy Bridgewater, officially a Carolina Panther after there was speculations going around that Cam Newton was seeking a trade, but then Cam gets on Instagram and says, yo, I didn't say anything about seeking a trade. You guys are basically pushing me out the door here. Yeah. It, It was about an hour apart. They signed Teddy Bridgewater, and then it was released that Cam Newton is allowed to start seeking trading partners. I don't know how I feel about that, man. I mean, there was something going on there with Cam Newton where it's just like you kind of knew that that was that this time was going to be coming for him. I've been saying it for a while. Cam was out of Carolina. I don't want to believe it because there was all that speculation going on that Matt Rule was thinking about kicking the tires on Cam Newton. He was thinking about giving Cam a try. And I thought that's what it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a situation where Matt Rule worked with Cam Newton, see where they were at, how they gelled together. And then out of nowhere, you just see that Cam was seeking a trade. But then he comes out on social media and say, yo, I never said that. You guys are basically pushing me out. So Cam had to have known that this time was going to be coming. So they signed Teddy Bridgewater to a three-year, $63 million contract. Think how you feel about Teddy B now, Carolina Panther? It fits. It fits what Matt Rule wants to do. Same thing whenever he did. Just same thing that he did whenever he was in Temple. Same thing he did when he was in Baylor. 
Smaller guy, big arm, agile. Next quarterback off the list. This is the one we obviously called here, fake Phillip Rivers with the Indianapolis Colts on a one-year. Been calling it for like two weeks now. $25 million contract. Yeah, there was too much speculation. Too much writing on the wall, too. He's good friends with Reich. Fits the offense they want to go. Now, it did look like he was throwing a medicine ball throughout the remainder of the year. Um, hopefully he gets that figured out. I, if it's a shoulder injury or what the fuck, or something that's going on with his fr- throwing arm in general, hopefully he gets it figured the fuck out before season starts. And now, if Reich is smart, he doesn't play him that much in preseason. Oh no, I no, absolutely. I, I keep Philip Rivers on the bench. Let 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 uh, the brisket. Let him get his reps in. Um, Just gonna be gonna be that's that's gonna, that's gonna be an interesting situation too because. I think the Colts do hold on to Jacoby Brissett. There has been speculation about them possibly getting rid of him. I don't see it happening. I think for a insurance policy, I say you keep the brisket behind Rivers just in case Rivers does happen to go down this season. But now, fake, we get to the bigger fish in the sea here. TB12 to TB. Tom Brady is officially a Tampa Didn't Bay see Buccaneer. Coming. Didn't you know, see it coming. And we here's the thing. I was so we, fucking left field. We sat there and talked about, you know, him possibly going to the Titans because of the situation. We weren't sure with, you know, him, like Tom Brady, Mike Vrabel having their friendship and their time together as players in New England. Um, just having that bond with Vrabel and just thinking what he, what Tom Brady could bring with that offense. And seeing Tampa Bay come out of complete nowhere – and sign with Tampa Bay. I mean, I got to give a huge props to Bruce Arians. I mean, this guy is well known to be a quarterback guru, working with Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh, and as well as Peyton Manning during his time in Indianapolis, and, and also, and also Andrew, they, Andrew Luck too. Whenever Andrew Luck was with the Colts, and with the pieces that they have on offense, it is no brainer. There's no brainer. Now, do I think this completely turns around Tampa? No, <laughs> no. That there's there's still a lot of questions on the defense side of the ball. Oh yeah, and like I said, I mean, people are already speculating the Bucks are going to win ten games already this year. I'm like, let's just you, you just don't you, add you, a quarterback you, and you win fucking ten games. Doesn't work. Eight that way. And eight. First step says eight and eight. I'm almost there with them because I want to say oh, seven. Wait, 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 no, 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 that's impossible because there's seventeen games now. Now there's seventeen games, yeah. so, so eight nine. Yeah, I got, I got, I got eight nine. Nate. Maybe, I was gonna, maybe seven and ten. I was gonna me. say seven and I, ten. I, I was thinking seven and ten. But like I said, I mean, I I'd pump the brakes a little bit. Just see what Tampa Bay does on the defense side. I think they're draft wise. I think they are going to bolster up the offensive line as well. When you have weapons such as OJ Howard, a Mike Evans, a Chris Godwin, that's going to be interesting too. Chris Godwin's actually give up his number right. twelve. A little fact check for you guys too. OJ Howard only had last year one touchdown. Last season. So. Well, it's well, it's Mike Evans. Mike Evans is the red zone threat. I say Mike I'm Evans. Just, and... All I was saying is just letting you guys know OJ Howard had one touchdown. Yeah. Four but regardless, though, I mean OJ Howard, like when he does like get the ball in his hands, he can like he, he he's a big play threat. And end of story. I think last year Arians was just having a little bit of trouble trying to figure out how to work him into his offense. With it being Tom Brady, Tom Brady favors his tight ends. He's always been that way. Um, heck, 
when he was in college at Michigan, he favored his fucking tight ends. Tom Brady is a tight end guy. Um, tight end guy. So, this year they will get OJ more involved into the offense just purely by Tom Brady. And you kind of had to feel that like at the end of the season for the Buccaneers this past year because you kind of got that vibe where it's like, what's Arians going to do now? Is he actually going to sign a guy for free agency? Is he going to draft his next quarterback? And even I, I knew that, he even wasn't that, buying that, into the LASIK surgery there. <laughs> James Winston now has a 30-for-30 30 30 vision. But anyway... You just at the end of the year there for the Buccaneers, like even during that like end of year press conference for Bruce Arians, you kind of felt the vibe like he was definitely moving on from Jameis Winston. As much as you wanted to sit there and listen to him say, "Oh, we like Jameis," and we're, we, you know we're Jameis is going to be a backup somewhere. There's no way he ends up somewhere starting. I think he's gonna. I think honestly, fake. I think Tampa Bay keeps him. I think he's gonna stay in Tampa Bay to back up Brady. It's it's hard for me to say that. That that's like. I mean, I get the fact that, like, and not to mention, like, that's another thing, too. Like, the only it's drying up right now. Yeah. For teams like quarterback Nady, because you who do you have left? You basically just have the Chargers, the Bengals, the Patriots. Dolphins, maybe. Dolphins, I don't, I don't know. Maybe. I, Depending on what direction they want to take it. Plus, you got guys out in the streets, like, yeah, Cam Newton now. Big Dick Nick now with the Chicago Bears. Yeah. That, that that was another trade. I'm surprised they were even able to pull off. I didn't think anybody was going to touch that contract. Absolutely not. And leave it to the Bears to uh, eat that the, contract. Yeah, with their whole their beer moment of the fucking offseason. I, I was I, – well, I, I completely agree, though, because sure Nick was going to get cut. The thing about Nick Foles is here, I, I agree from what the Bears' perspective is because you've had Matt Nagy work with Nick Foles before. Mm-hmm. You've had um, – Trying to think of another coach that worked with Nick Foles. He's with the Bears now. Uh, oh, uh, De Filippo. De Filippo is now yeah. with the Bears. So that I can completely understand from that perspective when you have former coaches who you used to work with to be part of that system. That being said, though, what about Mitch now? Is he is he you bringing in Nick Foles to start, or are you bringing in Nick Foles to back up to be an insurance policy Trubisky in case in case New England. I know you've been saying it for weeks now that you want Trubisky going to New England. It's gonna happen. That being said, I think this Nick Foles trade, you don't just trade Nick Foles and eat that contract to say he's gonna be our backup. Yeah, yeah. This is a move here. I think that they're. I think they're gonna have a quarterback competition this year in Chicago. Fake. That's it. That's it. Trubisky, I, I've been saying it for a while. Trubisky's going to get moved during the draft, and he's going to get moved to New England during the fucking draft. And that's where, because here, here's the thing: New England's not going to give up that much for him. They're not that dumb. And and the fucking story: New England never gives up that much. They they make smart fucking trades. He'll probably end up for a third rounder because he has not been that successful in Chicago. And there's still a lot of question marks surrounding him. He'll get moved for a third during the draft to New England. New England's still going to draft Jordan Love, and that's where that quarterback controversy is going to come into play. And that's going to be a thing. Like, even if even if that does happen, it's just interesting to see like who even. Because I've been hearing a bunch of stuff too. I think New England's just going to stick with their guys they have now, and then maybe draft somebody in the draft this year. 
But like I said, whoever's going to be, like I said earlier in the episode, whoever's going to be the next quarterback in New England, good luck filling them shoes. Yeah. Because that is a hefty, hefty responsibility on their part. Now, fake, we get to a dying breed somewhat in the NFL when it comes to free agency, the running back position. Yeah, there there was a move today. I, I think it was today. Melvin Gordon. To Denver. He's staying in the AFC West. That, you know what's crazy? My my only thing is I that signing doesn't make any sense. They they've been riding the coattails of fucking Philip Lindsay Philip for the Lindsay. past two years, yes. and they, and they're they're like this is our guy, this is our guy, and then you go out and sign Melvin fucking Gordon, basically number one running back money. Right, and oh hey, and this is the other thing too. Last season, remember during those Denver games, they always kept saying Royce Freeman, Royce, yep, Freeman. Royce Freeman. Where was Royce Freeman? And yeah. then they bring him in, and then they're going to bring in Melvin Gordon. I mean, what are they building? The perfect three-headed chimera backfield back there? Well, the only I think thing, it's really a big F you to Philip Lindsay. That's what I was thinking. That, that, the only thing is Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon are basically the same back. They're not They're not north-south runners. They're east, east and west runners. They're bouncing out, get out to the outside, and use their speed. They're great catchers out of the backfield, and they're okay pass blockers. They're the same fucking back. So it is exactly what what the fuck it is. It's a giant fuck you to Philip Lindsay. Be like, hey, I know you're the hometown guy. We appreciate everything you did, but Melvin Gordon. I'm doing my John Elway face right now. Gotta have my horse teeth out. Now you see here, Philip, you're our guy for right now. I'm gonna go out and sign Melvin Gordon. How's that sound? Nay. I, I if it would have been. Any other back than Philip Lindsay, if it would have been any other person, dead, dead serious, if it would have been any other person than Philip Lindsay, that they probably would be losing their fucking minds right now. Philip Lindsay is just, he had, he's just one of those guys that always wanted to play for Denver. For one, kid fucking grew up in Denver. And for two, you don't hear anything about this guy. You don't hear anything about this guy. And all he does is produce. And then you bring in practically the same fucking back. Another wide receiver that also signed today, Fake, that was also actually released, which, I mean, we kind of saw coming. Todd Gurley, out in L.A., now back home in Georgia. That makes no sense! You release Devontae Freeman. Freeman. And then you bring in And your Todd excuse Curry. was, well, he's been injured the past two years. Yeah, you know, we just, he just can't stay healthy. We wish him the best. And then you fu- fucking sign Todd fucking Gurley. Same thing. The guy can't stay fucking healthy. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no fucking sense. I, when I saw Todd Gurley, I'm like, okay, I completely understand he wants to go back to Georgia. I get that perspective, but it makes when no you sense. let go of Devontae Freeman, who was injury-prone the last couple seasons, and then you bring in Todd Gurley, who's been injury-prone the last couple seasons. Wait a minute. Todd, Todd went to Atlanta? Yeah. Todd Gurley went to Atlanta. Oh, my goodness. Like, it makes no fucking sense. I didn't get it. And their well, whole I... reasoning was behind, oh, well, Devontae's been injured the past two years. He just can't stay healthy. So you're just trading one fucking injury fuck stick for the other injury fuck stick. 
I completely agree with you, Fake. I mean, I kind of had the same reaction when I saw him. I'm like, wow, you're going to cut Devontae Fucking Freeman. Why? And then you're going to come out. Well, they only signed him to a one year deal. Yeah, Todd Gurley's a one year, oh. one year, six million. Oh, that's probably why. They probably, probably, they probably looked at Melvin Gordon and then they were like, oh, two, you want like at least two years and want like 18 million? What? He took, he, what, he took three, uh, three years, 26 mil? Melvin Gordon signed for two years, sixteen million with the Broncos. Yeah, is that yeah. per season or for the whole entire contract? It's worth sixteen mil. The, the contract's worth six million, but he's basically getting eight mil a year out of them two so years. That's what I'm saying. They probably yeah. Gone early. Like, yeah, hey, it's cheaper than the option. We like to pay him for a year. Arthur Blank's just sitting there. He's the cheapest option. We like, we like him. It just makes no sense. <laughs> it's next. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the next position. We're going to go to wide receivers here, fake. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper got fucking paid. Amari Cooper got the, he got the fucking, he got the truck. Yeah, he got the He got the bank's truck, bro. And if I'm Dak Prescott, I am fucking pissed. pissed. Wait a minute, time out. You're going to sign Amari Cooper five years, a hundred fucking mil. Tell Dak, that, tell, Dak, like me. tell Dak that you don't have the money. And then later on, you're going to franchise. Okay, this is what I love because this is how this went down. You're going to franchise tag Dak Prescott. I'm sitting there thinking, okay. Uh, I, I okay. can picture this fucking office meeting. Listen here, there, Dak. Okay, we just don't have the cap space to sign you this year. Okay. They, they, they did cut Byron Jones. They did get a little bit of money back from that because the Miami Dolphins made Byron Jones the highest paid cornerback. Which was dumb. Absolutely. <laughs> I completely agree. You're paying all that for a guy that has two interceptions. Anyway, that's the Dolphins. I'm not going to get into further detail of that. Anyway, that, this, that. How the day went for the Cowboys was this. They franchise tagged Dak Prescott. Sat there and told him, you know, we don't have the cap space right now. We're not, you know. Release Byron Jones. We're going to release Byron Jones. We're going to get a little bit of money back. So now, if I'm Dak, I'm already fuming. we like, motherfuckers, you just released that cocksucker, and you can assign me to my deal now. thing about it is, though, is like, I don't think And that Dak, was the day after they franchise tagged him. <laughs> I don't think Dak and the Cowboys are even seeing eye to eye. This is completely like cat and mouse situation that's going on down there in Dallas between them two because Dak will go, he'll throw out his number, the Cowboys will throw their number, and then it's a big disagreement. Dak's like, no, that's not what I want. I want something more. Then they had the audacity to sign Amari Cooper to that five years, a hundred million dollars. I even said, I, I even posted on Facebook. I'm like, if I'm Dak Prescott, I am pissed. Do not be surprised. And this is, and like I said last week, I think this is where the wheels fall off for the Cowboys because I don't think that Dak and Mike McCarthy are gonna no, gel. No, and the fact that. You basically told him, oh, we don't have the money. You franchise tag him. The day after, you release Byron Jones to free up cap space. So are the Cowboys going to be doing so, what the Redskins did with Kirk Cousins? At this point in time, I, if Keep I'm Dak. slapping the freaking tag yeah, on him. If, if, at this point in time, if I'm Dak, I'm fucking fuming. And I'm like, motherfucker, you could have released him yesterday and signed me to my deal. And then turn around and then you sign Amari fucking Cooper to five years, a hundred fucking mil. For a receiver that disappears every once in a while, especially in the big games, you're gonna sign him to five years, a hundred fucking mil. 
If I'm Dak, I'm like, fucking trade me, motherfucker. Listen, look at me, I you old fucking coot. Trade me. I said this a couple episodes, fake. I said if I'm Dak Prescott and I'm still getting treated like shit by the Cowboys, I want to test the waters of free agency. I want to test the market. He should have fucking tested the market. Now, in saying that... And you had Dak going to the Dolphins. In saying this, hear me out, sir. During the draft, Dak gets moved to L.A. Dak going to the Chargers? I'm fucking crazy. Listen. It makes sense. It it does because the Chargers are... Do not be surprised come fucking Monday. You really think the Chargers are going to ride with Tyrod Taylor going into the 2020 season? Fuck no. Here's what I'm saying. All I'm saying is it really just matters how big of a stink the Chargers... Or or Dak makes at the Cowboys. He He is with two of the best people that know how to make stinks. Zeke Elliott and a fucking Mark Cooper. <laughs> they, he has watched the Kings do this, and he's going to walk up to Zeke and be like, you like eating your Cheerios? Hold my fucking beer, bitch. <laughs> he's going to march into a fucking press conference and be like, fuck you, Dallas. Fuck you, America's team. America's team. Trade my ass, you punk-ass bitches. <laughs> And Jerry's going to be sitting in his office practically having a fucking stroke. Be like, oh, God. And that's going to be under Jerry. (laughs) I don't know what I'm going to do. Dak, I'll give you a G6. Not today, Jerry. Trade me to L.A. (laughs) Like I said, I think this is going to be a situation where it's it's not going to gel for the Cowboys and McCarthy. It's not. Dak Dak is either going to want out. He's gone. Dak, if I'm Dak, I'm I'm sitting at my house right now, just fucking burning my Cowboys jersey, burning the fucking draft photo I took with J- Jerry. <laughs> I'm texting Mike McCarthy, tell him to go suck the largest fucking dick he's ever seen in his life. Fuck you, fuck your mom, fuck your grandparents, just fuck. <laughs> and then I'm marching over to Jerry Jerry's house, and I'm pissing on it. <laughs> Speaking of Dallas, they lost Randall Cobb too. Randall Cobb's out now. He's with the Texans. Hey, that was another thing. Okay, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> um, you you fucking trade DeAndre Hopkins and you're like, okay, don't okay. worry, we signed Randall fucking Cobb. What? <laughs> Bro, I literally thought Randall Cobb retired like three years ago, and I can't believe he's still in the league. Like I, literally, I haven't heard from. Here's Randall the thing: Cobb we so all long. like Fuller. We all love Fuller. But what's Fuller's biggest problem? Can't stay healthy. No, his fucking hands. Well, that too. He drops more than what the fuck he catches. Four yeah, hi guys. I knew you guys were still upset with me. Um, this is Bill O'Brien, by the way, me and my butt chin. Anyway, I knew you guys were still upset with me about getting rid of DeAndre. Me and him just never saw eye to eye. I still don't think he's a top five receiver, in my opinion. And he re- but anyway, and it- I'm going to replace him with Randall Cobb. Have a good evening. H-Town out. <laughs> my, my, here's, here's my fucking thing. Here. There is no fucking way you're going to replace the production that DeAndre Hopkins gives you. He's too sure-handed. He, he runs his routes like a fucking god. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I have not seen that good of a route runner. Since fucking Jerry Rice. Can we all agree on that one? He's up there. 
He's up there. He's not as good, but he's fucking up there. His routes, you you can't press him. He's too quick off the fucking line. He's too fucking sure-handed. Do we have to go over the fucking one-handed back catch from last year? Like, come on. How the fuck do you see that and be like, don't worry, we're going to trade him for a second. What? And I even still remember, like, when Jalen Ramsey was with the Jaguars, like, even when Jalen Ramsey was in his prime during a time, like, he was always covering DeAndre Hopkins, and DeAndre would beat him. Yeah. And Jalen would just throw fits. <laughs> like, Jaylen, he had Jalen Ramsey throwing fits. Jalen Ramsey's even come out and said, he's a tough guy to fuck cover. Yep. <laughs> ah! <laughs> But also, you trade but, him away for a fucking second, a turkey sandwich, and a fucking Fig Newton, and your $2 hooker. <laughs> $2 hooker. <laughs> Don't worry, Bill. I'll turkey off underneath your desk every night. I'll lick the butt chin. <laughs> I like your Fumundo cheese. <laughs> I'll tell you what, fake. Another, ty- another uh, position that was getting uh, pretty hefty paychecks, tight ends. Yeah. Austin Hooper? You're going to make him the highest paid tight end? <laughs> Cleveland, what the fuck are you doing? And you have, what, who, who is it? Uh, Najoku? Najoku, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Najoku. Okay, like, don't get me wrong. Like, Najoku's hands are... They're trash. They're, yeah. <laughs> He's, he got drafted in the position he did because of his fucking speed. We can all agree on it. He's, his speed and he's big bodied. I'm telling you, that guy figures out how to fucking catch. Fuck if he can't block worth a fucking damn. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I can throw a fucking swim move on fucking Najoku and get past him, okay? <laughs> like, the guy can't block. <laughs> but he gets a pair of hands on him. He's going to get paid. But you bring in fucking Austin Hooper? Four years, 42 mil. Isn't this the same guy that got fucking chased out of Indianapolis? <laughs> You mean Atlanta? Hooper was drafted by Atlanta, wasn't he? Yeah. Who the fuck am I thinking uh, that ended up getting chased out of of Indianapolis and then side with Atlanta? Who's another white boy? I can't think of it. Either way, Hooper didn't even do that much! (laughs) Jimmy Graham goes from the Packers to the Bears on a two-year, $16 million contract. Were you thinking Eric Ebron? No, so white white Detroit, boy. Cause, cause I, I think that yeah, he went to Detroit, Indianapolis, and now he's with Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. I say which honestly, I think that's probably the best tight end like situation that or uh, signing this offseason because Here, here's the, to me, I, Eric Ebron fits the Steelers. I think here, that's, here's I, my I think question: he's gel well with Pittsburgh. Like, is Pittsburgh trying to run like three three tight ends every single fucking play? Because they already have who, Vance, Vance, Vance McDonald. McDonald, and then they had did they still have Jesse James? No, Jesse James was Detroit. Jesse James was Detroit. Yeah, Jesse James was Detroit. Well, they had somebody else other than... uh, Uh, Yeah, I can't remember his damn name. Green. Green. Um, Is it Vance? Vance Green? He used to be on the Chargers. Uh, Vance Vance McDonald. They have another um, white tight end dude that's really good. I can't remember his damn name off the top of my head. Yeah, but who was that green tight end that used to... Was it Virgil? They used to play for the Chargers? Yeah. Speedy guy? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think he got hurt during the preseason. But he signed a three-year deal. He's still on He's still on Pittsburgh. So now you have Vance McDonald, Virgil Green, and Eric Ebron now. Why? <laughs> and none of them can block. <laughs> 
Well, Vance can kind of block. <laughs> but he goes out there and gets lined up with fucking, like, Khalil Mack or somebody. He's going to be fucking destroyed. <laughs> Khalil Mack could throw his pinky on him and be like, sit down, son. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I just think that Eric Ebron. Not do, today, white boy. I think he'll do well in Pittsburgh. I think it's a good. I think it's a good marriage. I think he should have stayed in fucking Indianapolis. He 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 found an offense that worked for him. Uh, well, apparently they only had Vance McDonald and Zach Gentry, but there was I thought another white tight end. Uh, I don't know. But he found an offense that worked for him. Obviously, Indianapolis off offense worked for him. They brought in a competent quarterback. No offense, Brisket. We still love you here. Okay? You're still my boy. Um, but they bring in a competent quarterback. Why the fuck you even? <laughs> you just had a career high the past two years in that offense. And we're like, eh, nah, I'm going to go to Pittsburgh. Which Pittsburgh is still like, I don't know who the fuck we're going to play in a quarterback. <laughs> Is it going to be Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Is it going to be the fucking duck? Is it going to be Caveman Ben? <laughs> Speaking of Ben, did you see the picture I posted earlier? Hence Caveman Ben! <laughs> that man's beard that dude. is like down to here. It's down to his nipples. <laughs> <laughs> that man has to lose some weight. Dude, honestly. he's been he's, fucking growing out that beard. He's, he's just, growing that beard, but he's also growing that belly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dude, he's just been sitting on the fucking couch eating fucking potato chips and, you know, fucking ding-dongs and <laughs> Aunt Jemima and all this other shit. Yeah, he's going to pack on some weight. Eating some permanies and pouring down that doesn't icy he, light. Do, doesn't he have his own restaurant in Pittsburgh as well? Ben? Yeah. I'm talking about Jerome Bettis. No, I thought Ben had one too. He might not. I know. Oh, I feel like football players, after they fucking retire, they just open up restaurants, so... <laughs> Tony Saragusa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that man knows fucking meat. <laughs> that man. He, Fuck he's Arby's. Like, yeah. Saragusa. He knows, knows the meat. <laughs> he has the meats. But, uh, yeah, it's. Tight ends are getting paid. I, you know, I just wish I could be a fucking practice squad player. <laughs> Those fuckers get paid, too. Pull the clipboard. Just fucking get. Let me be the guy that just throws a challenge flag. Keep your shoulder in there, coach. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> what would you rather be? Would you rather be that guy or would you rather be uh, Sean McVay's guy to hold him back from Oh, his, the get-back coach? The get-back coach. I don't think I wanted to try to get back fucking Sean McVay. He, Especially he, when he's in a heated moment. Yeah, no, because I'm pretty... Have you seen the size of his get-back coach? Yes. Okay. That dude's got That biceps. man, that man has a tough time being like, come on, Sean. He's <laughs> <laughs> practically like humping him in his ass, be like, no, get back. <laughs> now we get to the defensive side of the ball, fake. Well, as we said earlier, Byron Jones, the highest paid cornerback... Absolutely dumb. The dumb, dumb, dumb. The Bears, though. Robert Quinn. I thought after they released Floyd, I'm like, oh, fuck, what are you doing? Woo! They get rid of Floyd. And they, they just bring go, in Robert Quinn. I'm like, they, so they went from downgrading to a major upgrade. They they went, they, they, they just threw in the cheat code and they're like, we're going to escape. Skip five levels over here, and like now GTA. we have the most it's dominant like, pass rush in the fucking league. It's like Grand Theft Auto getting rid of the uh, police cheat. 
you now have five stars. No, I don't, No, bitch. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they... Name a fucking better pass rush right now. Go on. I'll wait. For Robert Quinn? Yeah. You got Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. Robert, Robert Quinn. Quinn. What is it? Hakeem Nix? Is it Hakeem Nix? Yep. Am I saying that right? Yep. And then you got Big Eddie Goldman. I like Big Eddie. Just I love Big Eddie. Yeah. You got Big Eddie Goldman? That guy just eats. That, like, I'm pretty sure when I watch Monday Night Football games and the Bears are playing, that man has a bag of potato chips yeah, he's hanging like, he's off got his like fucking buffet. belt. He's got like a buffet or something on the sideline. Like, name a fucking better pass rush. And then you still have Danny Trevathan? Great cover guy. Good fucking luck. Just good luck. A.A. Ron, you're on notice, man. <laughs> the Patriots getting rid of one of their good defensive players, Kyle Van Noy. Ah, see. That was. To me, he's a system guy. He's a system guy to me. Because he spent four years. Once again, another Dolphins yeah. signing. He spent four years in Detroit. Couldn't pan out anything. Goes to New Not England. Doing fuck all. Goes to New England. Pans out with the Patriots. Now he's, he's gonna, with the floor. He's gonna go to Detroit. I mean, he's now gonna, he's with Flo down yeah. in Miami. He's gonna go to Miami and he's just gonna falter. I, I Dante Fowler's still out there, man. He's still getting. Now he got he got signed. Well, I was getting. That's what I'm saying. Oh. I'm saying he's, he's still out there getting paid. Yeah. Three. Well, he had a career year with LA last year. Now he's with the Falcons. Yeah. Fuck. Falcons are loading up. We th- I like, that defensive remember, front, remember, man. Like, what, two weeks ago, I said, you know what? They're going to tear it the fuck down. They're just going to be like, nope, not anymore. They're just like, no, we're going to we're gonna try to compete this year. <laughs> Kendall Fuller going back to D.C. Absolutely dumb, in my opinion. I think, yeah, he's just, he he just, just stuck with Kansas City. Malcolm Jenkins, hate to see him go, but. Where did third, he go? He went back to New Orleans, the team that drafted him. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hate to see Malcolm Jenkins go, but he's 32 years old. He was demanding more money. I mean, don't get me wrong. I appreciate what Malcolm Jenkins did for the Eagles, but 32 years old, Eagles got to get younger. Yeah. And that, you know what? That's a spurt move by the Saints because I said they, they need to fix that secondary. Blake Martinez, though, to the G-men. Three years, $30 million? I don't know. I don't like that. I, I, I think – if they would have done like twenty five, I think I would have been on board with it. Thirty mil, no. He 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 didn't show me enough in Green Bay. He just didn't show me enough in Green Bay. Desmond Trufant, who I originally wanted the Eagles to get over Darius Slay, went to the Detroit Lions. Two years, twenty one mil. It, it would I probably been cool if they would have picked them both up. Yeah, but seeing as definitely how, would help. But you guys. Technically, did get one of the better corners in the fucking league. And so. for only giving one up win. a third and a fifth round pick, I mean, it's absolute robbery. Can't complain there. Nope. <laughs> Linval Joseph leaving the Vikings, and that's why we even said during the mock draft, that's why I had them going yeah, inside they, they defensive line. A huge loss for the Vikings. He now goes to the Chargers on a two-year, $17 million. Smart move by the Chargers. You got you to gotta... bring him involved with the Bosa, Melvin Ingram. Uh, the AFC West better start strengthening up that offensive line. The thing about Chargers is they, they hype up their team too much, but they just – They falter. And, and nine times out of ten, it's be – either it's a stupid mistake on defense. Like, they, uh, I think it was the first first Kansas City game. 
you could tell that that no, it wasn't the Kansas. City, it was against Oakland. It was against Oakland. I thought it was going to go to an overtime game, but um, that defense just too many stupid penalties at the end there. That's all it was. I think there was a holding call on third. Uh, I think it was like third and like fucking forever. They got busted for defensive holding. Um, and then Melvin, I mean, you got, how, do you, how do you not get more success out of Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa together? Yeah, having them two on the ends, I mean, it's just. I think it's, I honestly, I, I'm holding coaching accountable. It's Anthony the wrong Lynn? system. I, it's the wrong system on defense. That, because here's the thing, what, Ingram was like at least a double-digit sack guy before Lane got there. Lynn gets there, he's what, maybe what, five? And then Joey Bo- and then you got Joey Bosa there 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 as well. It's the defensive system. I'm telling you right now. It's the defensive system. You don't go And the thing about another another uh robbery, I think, in my opinion, was the 49ers and going moving all the way up to thirteen in the draft to give uh the Colts they Buck traded Buck. the wrong man. I completely agree. <laughs> I think that was just absolutely dumb. I mean, how do you? The Colts just basically got a better pass rusher. They took the better pass rusher in that outside, yeah. outside of Nick Bosa, obviously. Yeah. The Colts got the better pass rusher and outside of like Bosa disappeared in the Super Bowl. First play. You know. Yeah. Outside that strip sack on Mahomes. Yeah. But he disappeared. He maybe had two plays all game. DeForest Buckner was commanding a tra- practically half the time. Kansas City was like, at least having Wisniewski at center and their and one of their guards on him. That guy was constantly double teamed. Constantly. You're going to sign them both, but then you're going to fucking trade them. That was dumb. That was dumb. And all you did was make... The Indianapolis Colts defense better. They were already good, <laughs> and now you just gave them another pass rusher. It's going to be interesting now with Tom Brady being out of the AFC too, because it just opens up the AFC for the. You got teams like the Colts, Steelers, Ravens, Chiefs. Like it is wide open. Titans, Titans yes. It, it, it. That that AFC South, but here's the major. It's gonna be the same thing as this is the major question though. This this is the question I've been trying, like I wanted to ask all night, but I figure I'll wait till now to ask it before we end this podcast. What's it gonna be, fake? Is it gonna be Tom Brady more success in Tampa Bay, or Belichick more success as a coach without Brady? Belichick. Belichick. I got Belichick. Belichick. Okay. Thank you, because I was thinking the same exact thing. I think it's gonna be Belichick. Belichick was successful before Tom. The real question is, is going to be Tom going to be successful? Or is all those critics throughout the whole throughout his whole Because this has been a question now come for like out? 20 years. It's yeah. like, is he a system guy? Yes. Is he a system guy? Yes. If he shits the bed in Tampa Bay, what the fuck does that do to Tom's legacy? Does he get the gold jacket? Well, obviously, oh, absolutely, obviously, Tom Brady's still gonna get a gold jacket fake. I mean, come on now. Now, now, hear me out. If he gets put thrown out as a fraud and as a system guy, 
Who's to say that his fucking Hall of Fame votes doesn't decrease a little bit? I don't see that happening. No way. He he is a lock. He's been a lock since he won his what third, fourth Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm just saying. Fake. It, I don't see in it my happening. eyes. Here's the, here, here's the thing. If he falters in Tampa Bay and does not do well, in my eyes, he goes down a few pegs just for being a system guy. They're gonna rationalize it as him getting old though. Because, then because you know. figure, too, they're going to throw in the 43-year-old down in Tampa Bay. You know, but it, even last year's production went down. Yeah, that's and that's saying. and that's why everyone's like, oh, the, t- Tampa Bay is automatically a 10-win team. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, you figure, get hey, Rob Gronkowski, Gronk retires. Don't be surprised if Tampa Bay drafts somebody. Edelman gets banged up. They couldn't draft the right guy because they drafted Nikhil Harry last year, first round for the Patriots out of Arizona State. He didn't pan out as a receiver. Uh, here's the Tampa Bay, if you ask me, is going to run a safe offense. It, it, it's practically almost going to what mimic what Oakland did last year. It's going to be a heavy dose of the run and mix in the play action pass and a little bit of deep shots. It's going gonna, it's gonna to almost mimic what Oakland did last year. Do not be surprised if Tampa Bay takes a running back early. They still got Ronald Jones out of USC. Like that, that's what I'm saying. I they're what Tampa was running. I mean, uh, Oakland was running like what practically four handed backfield last year because they were giving their fullback some carries as well. Um, yeah, I mean, but J- Josh Jacobs got every pretty much every damn near carry in the game. Yeah, but they were they were they were keeping him fresh. Yeah, but when he got when he got hurt, no, I mean, no, I mean they like lose him every running down basically. Um, they 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 only started taking him out once he got the injury, and then they only peppered. He only took they only took away maybe maybe seven or six carries away from the game until he got hurt. So. Do you, oh, I'm saying I could definitely see Tampa Bay take, taking it back because yeah, I mean outs, outside of, outside of Ronald Jones, Tampa Bay's backfield just isn't that good. No. So and plus you figure in Tampa, like during like Tom's time in New England, New England always had multiple backs. You figure like when they had like the Shane Vereens, the LeGarrette Blunts, the oh my God, Shane oh yeah, it's a name I threw out there, Shane Vereen, Dion Lewis, the James, James White, like New England always always had multiple backs to go yeah. to, but down in Tampa Bay, I mean, like I said, outside of Ronald Jones, they just don't have anybody. I, That's I, why I could definitely I, see Tampa Bay loading up another running they're, back. They're going to take a running back in the first round. They're I don't know take, if it's going to be a first round, but they're, they're going to draft the back. They're, they're going to draft the back round. early. They're going to get a decent back, and they're going to run a two-headed backfield this year. They're going to heavy dose of the fucking run, and it's going to be easy, easy passing completions for Tom. Because his, his production went down massively last year. You got to help an aging Tom Brady out. You have to get a run game. Get a run game going. They got a bull. I think they're going to go offensive line in the first round, in my now, opinion. I, that's what th- I think they're going to do. They, this just hit me here. Um, going to run this one past you. What about PJ Walker to New England? That we, just got are, the gears. Are we, are we turning. really talking <laughs> about the XFL's MVP right now? You know how many teams are interested in this guy right now? I wouldn't be surprised. And rightly so? I I wouldn't be surprised if he does get a deal done, fake. But I, here's the thing. Do you think he's really NFL ready right now? I think in the Belichick offense, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bill already gave me a call. I just told him, hell, I have my own company I got to run and shit. So. 
You're telling me Bill Belichick called you right now and said, I want you to be a quarterback for the Patriots. You, well, I'd be scared for my life. I'd die. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be a fact of, like, the money. It'd be like, Bill, you don't understand. I'd look at Bill and be like, Bill, you don't understand. It don't, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a small I man. Don't, I don't, <laughs> I'm a like, small man. <laughs> I don't think I fit the Patriot way that you preached for the past 20 years, Bill. Like, even if, even if like, John Gruden's like, hey, guy. Tell you what, man. You're a pretty good football man. Yeah. <laughs> you can go play slot. You can play uh, change of pace back. I'd still be like, John, you don't understand. I'm, I, you can I'm run a, that spider too wide banana. You can man. run anything. <laughs> Khalil Mack hits me. I'm break, I'm going in half. <laughs> no, not in half. In fours. He said, like, my ankles will sh- like break off from my knees, and my knees will like break off from like you know, every joint will just break apart. Here, here's the thing. If John Gruden looked at me and said, you know what, you can play slot receiver for me, I'd be like, wait, um, John, do you forget who the fuck I would be lining up to twice a year? Fucking Tyron Matthew. I'm not going up against a fucking honey badger, okay? That man would eat me fucking alive. <laughs> and then, on half the time, you you expect me to try to fucking uh, chop block fucking Ingram or fucking Joey Bosa or fucking um, Miller out of fucking Denver. Chubb, Bradley yeah. Chubb. Bradley fucking Chubb. Fuck you, man! <laughs> not happening! I would throw my shoulder into him and I would just fucking, I would look like the guys off the fucking Avengers and Thanos just fucking. <laughs> well, just like Thanos I would just ending. just fucking disintegrate. <laughs> just like Thanos ending the world in that movie. This is going to be where we end this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode 26 of the Armchair Referees. Give us a like on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at Armchair Refs Podcast. And also, don't forget to leave us our Johnny Johnny Manziel five-star rating. See you next time.